Lick by chopping the Bruce. Footnote. A lick is a short musical phrase, while chops are your technical proficiency on a musical instrument. So that title doesn't really make sense. I was feeling a bit out of sorts and needed to figure out where to go and what to do with me life. So for a start, all me friends suggest that I go up north. Now, for Canadians, up north has a near mystical connotation. Weekend cottage ships to the Muskokas, camping in Algonquin, paddling up some far-flung river in the middle of nowhere, in general, disconnecting from society and technology and getting in touch with nature. Everyone does it in their own way and then comes back to the city a changed person. To me, it sounded like a cross between a vacation and a day of slave labor at the bog with a schlan. But desperate times called for desperate measures. I decided to go for a nice, leisurely hike in the Bruce Peninsula. Leisurely hike me arse. Me latter opinion was right. It was modern day torture. But there was no turning back, so I spent a week walking and climbing for 10 hours a day along the Bruce Trail from Lion's Head to Tobermory. There was a wall of trees with hidden animals on me left and Georgian Bay on me right, white as the sea. Any time the trail went along the shore, looking out at that vast turquoise bay reminded me of looking out at the ocean back in Ireland. It was a mix of beautiful scenery and extreme pain. Me feet, shins, knees, shoulders and back were all protesting for my younger self to come back. The blisters on me feet popped and then new blisters formed on the open wounds. Each night I washed the blood on me feet in the icy clear waters of Georgian Bay and then I would look up at the stars as bright as the west of Ireland sleep in a tent, wake up at daybreak, and hike for another 10 to 12 mostly solitary hours again. As I got closer to Tobermory in the end of my hike, I realized one thing. I stank! I found a secluded spot where the Bruce Trail went up a cliff, but a side trail curved down towards the water. I walked along some boulders until I was under the cliff face, nothing in front of me but an expanse of blue. Since I didn't have any swim trunks, I decided to go au natural. I took off my clothes and slipped into the water, cold as the Atlantic. Two or three steps, and it was deep enough to swim. The grime and sweat and blood washed off me, and my tight and sore muscles were shocked into a soothing numbness. I did the breaststroke out 15 to 20 meters, the boulders below me as big as a bedroom, and I floated for a few minutes until even my mind was soothingly numb and clear. Then I swam back to shore and using me hands and feet, climbed across the rocks to where I had left me rucksack with me last set of clean clothes. The final stretch of trail was deserted and quiet all the way to Tobermory, which turned out to be a pretty former fishing village. I found a wooden table on a patio, ordered a beer and a big plate of fresh ceviche, and looked out at the water, the trees, the tidy but cozy and friendly town, the way the sun hit the masts of the sailboats. The past week, the location, the people, and then it hit me. I knew what I had to do. I had to get me chops back. And I went back to me roots, and I mean right back, to the place where almost every musician starts, on the edge of your bed or couch, open mic nights, playing on the street, hanging out with a friend over a couple of beers and jamming. Oh, it was humbling. But I had to do what every musician or athlete from Dylan to Federer has to do after a major setback. Work your way back into form. Step by step. Day by day. Lick by chop. The end?
When I started writing this book in album all those naive years ago, I was only going to tell me story and have a bit of a laugh. If I'm being honest with myself, I was also hoping for some kind of vindication like, Ha! I won Bishop Maloney, so who's the Egypt now, Egypt? But I realize now that there's not much I can do about any of that and it's best just to move on. Nothing left to do but add me voice to the Eternal Cosmic Orchestra. Footnote. Apparently that's a band name Seamus is considering, so it's copyrighted. Personally, I think it's a shite name for a band. So now I mostly play outdoor gigs. Festivals, shows, fundraisers, even farmers markets. And I love it. The blue skies, the sun on me freckled face. The breeze drew me still curly red hair. The trees are lush, green and vibrant. Children and sometimes parents dance to the music. I'm given organic food and on top of that I make a few dollars. I've met loads of good people and made some great friends on the journey. And between the music and writing, I always manage to pay for the rent and beer, which is no small feat considering I still enjoy me pints. But how will it all end for Seamus O'Leary? Will it end in tears as the poets say it always must? The tick-tock of a dying dream tiptoeing behind us all. A menacing shadow crosses your mind. Is that it? Must it end so soon? Or will it be a Hollywood ending? Riding off into the orange, sinking globe of a sunset, knowing that everything will be all right. I don't know. But I know this. There aren't many job openings here for a priest, and even if there were, I wouldn't want it. So goodbye, caller. Hello, Manitoulin dinner jacket. Plaid, ideally red and black. And as for the music, hopefully we can meet and share a laugh together somewhere on the road, at a festival or in a pub. Until then, Seamus O'Leary. <laughs>